and welcome to Tridents and Tracers. I'm your host, Ryan Taylor, and today I'll be reviewing three brand new comics. Well, they came out yesterday, I'm a day late, but this is what I'm going to be doing. And uh, somehow, not a single Marvel, DC, or even Image comic made it into my uh, lineup here. Which is weird for me, you guys know I'm semi-obsessed with Image. But today I'm going to be reviewing... Fujitsu issue one, Saban's Go Go Power Rangers number three, and DuckTales issue one. So with that being said, let's get right into it. Fujitsu number one. Uh, this book was not on my radar at all. I had never heard about it. I didn't. I wasn't looking forward to it. I honestly have never even read anything from AfterShock Comics before this. Uh, I saw the art, the cover art, and I said, you know what, I'm going to give this one a shot. And it was a lot of fun, and I, I definitely don't regret picking this one up. It's written by, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, Jai Nitz, uh, or Jay Nitz, and with art by Wesley St. Clair. Uh, this book follows Fujitsu, the 120-year-old smartest boy in the world with unmatchable kung fu skills as he attempts to stop his nemesis Robert Wadlow, the world's tallest man. The uh, the first issue opens with uh, Willie character Fu awakening from a sensory deprivation tank in the South Pole. And he apparently chose to exile himself there uh, to forget about a bad breakup, which, I mean, he's supposed to be a boy, so it... it does sound like the kind of shit you'd go through. You, you'd, uh, it, it sounds like the level of um, dramatics you'd go through about a, a breakup in high school, you know what I mean? Um, meanwhile, our villain, Robert Wadlow, finds his atomic katana that he had forged in the flames of the atomic bomb dropped on Nagasaki, which... It's terrible, but it's uh, the artwork's pretty cool in that that scene. Um, told in flashbacks, of course. The book ends with Wadlow sending his best henchman, James Dean, yes, the same James Dean, uh, to kill Fu, but Fu defeats James Dean in a really fucking cool fight scene, actually. Now, as you can probably guess, this is a bit of a weird comic. But I like them weird, and holy fuck, it's fun. The art style is uh, it's a very old school, very classic comic book style. It reminds me a lot of uh, of uh, the work by Dave Gibbons in Watchmen, and sort of minimalist colors, not going too uh, out of the way with the shading, um, and it, it does a great job of using actual historic events in the creation of its own mythology. Like Wadlow's backstory uses Hitler, JFK, just to name a few. So overall I do recommend this book. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing where they're going to take the story and they did a great job of introducing uh, characters that have no prior uh, no prior backstories, no prior existence in just one issue, and I, I feel pretty 
familiar with them already. You know what I mean? They're pretty fleshed out characters. I'll be coming back for this one. I, I, I will definitely be checking out issue two of this. Next up, uh, Saban's Go Go Power Rangers number three. And this book looks like a pretty easy comic to pass on. I mean, Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, those kind of books are a dime a dozen, and it's not something I usually read. But Boom Studios, what they're doing with Power Ranger comics lately is surprisingly awesome. I might piss a few of you off by saying this, but Power Rangers is kind of shitty. I mean, it's very cheaply made. It was made. It was a money grab when they made it. When they made the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the '90s, it was just an excuse to sell toys. The story kind of sucks. The characters are not fleshed out or developed in any way, and even just some of the standards and practices of the show. I mean, the actors got paid fucking garbage. Like, uh. Power Rangers is fun for nostalgia, but, eh, you know, it's not really my thing. Which makes this comic all the more impressing. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be negative here, because as much as Power Rangers is not that great in my opinion, this book takes the original story and cast and retells it with way, way more depth than it really deserves. It, it's really. I mean, we're only three issues in, and they are really fleshing out these characters. Like they're really going into um, a, a a better sense of development, and and not just with the main five. Like there's a uh, Kimberly's boyfriend. I don't remember if he's in the show at all. I it's been so long. Uh, Matt, his name is, and of course Bulk and Skull are here. Um, I'm really enjoying this book. Anyway, so far there's been a lot of focus in this book on how it affects their relationships with friends and family, because it it really starts around the days of uh, when they first become Power Rangers, and it kind of goes back and forth to days leading up to days after. A lot of flash forwards, flashbacks. Um, and it shows how they're they're adapting to their new powers, their the their their new world, really. Um, the third issue, more the same of what they've been doing in the first two, uh, introduced an interesting new take. I don't remember reading the show uh, in this comic. Billy Cranston, of course, the Blue Power Ranger, and Skull were best friends as kids, and there's this cool flashback that shows them playing together as kids geeking out and uh, just, you know, playing pretend like kids do. And then, of course, it goes to the current day and Bulk and Skull are bullying Billy and there's a cool contrast there. Um, so I don't remember that from the show. I'm not sure if that's... A, I think that's a new original idea from for the comic. And uh, I'm interested in seeing where they're going to take that. Um, this issue also has Rita's newest monster. I don't remember this monster from the show either. Um... It's literally just uh, a woman. <laughs> like I, I feel like there's a, a second form that she's probably going to change into, but as of right now, she's just disguised as a human woman. And uh, I don't think that's going to last for long. I forgot the the book, of course, written by Ryan Parrot. P 
Parrot, I'm not positive. Art by Dan Mora, and they're doing a fucking hell of a job with this book. I highly recommend this to Power Rangers fans, but I also recommend it to maybe someone who's not much of a Power Rangers fan. Um, someone who always wished there was a little more story, a little more character development like myself. Now don't get me wrong, I did <laughs> I did love Power Rangers as a kid, but going back to it, it just never had the same feel to me. This book is kind of changing this. Anyway, let's get on to the last comic, uh, DuckTales Issue 1. Holy shit, I've been excited for this book. A um, couple of reasons why. First off, as a kid, my my first real experience with comic books was Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, and DuckTales. And uh, of course, I love the cart all those cartoons as well, but uh, the comics were my main source. Now, Disney XD recently launched their new DuckTales cartoon, and I have been watching it faithfully every week. Uh, I mean, we're only three episodes in, so... But I'm loving every second of that show. So this comic is the same art style, the same... It's, I guess, the same continuity as the show, which, I mean, it's DuckTales, so it's a different story every episode. Anyway, there's not really many over overlying arcs. Um, so, I saw that they were launching a comic to go along with the new cartoon, and I honestly, like, I, I wrote the date on my calendar. It jumped to the top of my list, because DuckTales and, and Darkwing Duck and, and those sort of things, they're my, my fucking childhood with comics. Now, this book published by IDW Comics, which is a solid publisher in its own right. Uh, they've got some great uh, Ninja Turtles books these days. Uh, this is written by Joe Caramagna, or Magna. I can't pronounce any of these writers. I'm not positive, <laughs> but they're, they're fantastic writers. Uh, art by Luca Usai and Gianfranco Florio. I probably am butchering all this. Um, it's done in the same manner as many cartoons and cartoon-based comics, with the uh, sort of story A, story B, two separate stories back-to-back -back making up the whole comic, or in the case of a cartoon, the whole episode. Um, first story in this one, story A, is called The Chilling Secret of the Lighthouse. It tells a quick story of Uncle Donald getting a job as a cleaner for an old lighthouse. Uh, Huey, Dewey, Louie want to go exploring, but Donald makes them stay in their room, so what do they do? Of course, Huey does spot-on impressions of their voices to convince Uncle Donald that they're all still in the room, while Dewey and Louie go exploring and end up on a bit of a treasure hunt. Pretty standard, classic DuckTales storyline, right? A lot of fun. Uh, now, story B... Oh no, I forgot to write the title of Story B. Um, I will get that while I... <laughs> doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Anyway, Story B takes place in a sort of science lab factory setting where uh, Uncle Donald has hooked yet another job, of course. Huey, Dewey, and Louie end up in a daycare 
run by a drill sergeant. So, <laughs> it's not so much a daycare as it is just uh, <laughs> basic training. I don't know. Uh, so, so they sneak off. They dress up in scientist disguises and they get up to hijinks as usual. You know, you know how these things go. A lot of fun. Um, all in all, it's two perfect standard Ducktail stories. Uh, if you're a fan of the original DuckTales cartoons or comics, uh, you should give this a read. And you should definitely be watching the new cartoon, because it is fucking phenomenal. Uh, well, that's another week in comics here at Tridents and Tracers. Three more great comics to check out. Uh, if you're just going to read one of these, I would recommend Fujitsu. It's more of a traditional comic. Um a lot of weirdness too plus it's by the smallest publisher here and we gotta support the little guys thanks for listening you can check out other episodes of tridents and tracers noob reviews and of course jedi dropouts at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com on itunes podbean stitcher google play or youtube and you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter uh, if you have any comics you'd like to recommend to me or you would like me to review, you can send me a, a personal message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can just message us on any of the Jedi Dropout social media accounts that I already listed. Uh, thanks again, and until I find a sign-off, just keep that fucking stick on the ice. <laughs>